If you are married or you are single and thinking about marriage, this podcast is for you. Drop the beat now. everyone hello everybody how are you today yes yes how's everybody doing today we <laughs> want to welcome you to marriage can heal podcast that's right my name is pedro my name is tara and we also this is season three episode two yeah and we have a special guest with us today his name is pastor andrew campbell See, I remembered. <laughs> and he's phenomenal, guys. You're really going to enjoy him. He's, he's just cool. And I'm excited about what we're going to talk about today. You know how I am when we talk about marriage. You know, it's a big thing to me because you already know what we have experienced and what we have went through in our marriage. And this is why we do what we do, because we want to help other marriages as well, let you know that it is real situations and real problems out there that we all can probably you can relate to what you think bae yes so what you have to say the bottom part there you never changed it but anyway you work with that oh right 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 um yeah so definitely uh for those that are listening on the radio on the vintage radio london you may already know pastor campbell if you went to what the stone a couple of weeks ago he had did a series there with a singing evangelist duo from trinidad i believe mm-hmm and so they may already know of him. And I think he's also been in the UK a couple of times. So some of the some of the folks in the UK may already have heard of him or seen him preach. So they already gonna know this brother really well. Right. So normally we go into particulars and say how weak went and everything like that, but we're not gonna do that because we wanna get right into it. No, 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 talk a little bit longer. I'm typing this this bit. Oh man, you're <laughs> messing up a thing. All the stuff you're doing, you didn't even have it ready anyway. But still, like I said, we're going to go right into it and talk to Pastor Andre Campbell in a few seconds once my wife finishes up what she's doing. And we just want to thank you all for joining us again. Um, we appreciate the support. We sh- appreciate the emails and the texts that we get from people that are listening and are enjoying the program, the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, just want to say thank you so much for everything. And we hope that you'll be blessed today. So, And you will be. So without further ado, we will now start with Pastor Andre Campbell. Hey, everybody. Hey, I got to come on. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, Pastor. I, you know, I had, actually I had that in my head, Pastor Dre, for some reason. Uh, oh, Pastor yeah. Dre? <laughs> yeah, Pastor. yeah. I didn't even realize I had it like that. I, did I type that in there somehow? Yeah, but I like it. I think you had it when you switched over. Yeah, leave you it. Had, oh, you had Pastor Andre earlier, then it switched. Yeah. It probably switched over. Yeah. And I usually just go with Andre with the accent mark. I take the pastor off for, for these days, man. You know, I said my dad is the pastor. I was going to ask you, you know do you want us to call you pastor? Do you want Andre. to call you Andre? Uh, Listen, I'm going to call you Pastor Andre, <laughs> and I will Pastor Andre. And you know why? Uh, why? Because I've said this before. Because growing up with my father being a pastor, my mother being a Bible worker, mm-hmm. I just feel like. I just, I can't do it. I have good friends. I have a really good friend, Pastor D. John Tall. See what I just did? I won't call him D. John Tall. I'm doing it for a purpose, but I just, even when I'm like, hey, bro, I'll say, hey, bro, sometimes, like when we're talking about sports, 
Right. But I, I can't. It don't feel natural mm-hmm. for me to put a, to call a pastor by their first or last name. I just have to put pastor and the first or la- like. I just can't do it. I just can't. Well, you know, it's like I, uh, and I understand, and it's like I know this is a marriage heals uh, podcast, right? Yeah. I would say, you know, I try to be a little frame breaking. You know, have you been hearing that term lately? Like I'm yeah. trying to be frame breaking where it's like, you know, a lot of people have become pasteurized. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and, and it's like, you know, and when pastors make mistakes, because human beings are going to make poor yeah. choices along the way, Definitely. you know, especially when, when, when we're not aligning ourselves with led by the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um and even when the spirit is trying to guide us, because that's a whole nother, you know, when that utterance comes and tells us, you know, gives us a word of what to do, you know, and we don't do it or whatever. Um, people are really disappointed. But what they're, you know, but it's pastor is a spiritual gift. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's not a it's not a priestly order. Right. Or a priestly office. So I guess I, I've been adamant to try to break that frame, even though I went to school for it. I had that I, I had that title for many years. Right. Um, I've been I've been on a hiatus of sorts, but I usually just say that on the front end so that f- folks realize I'm mm-hmm. not caught up on that. Right. Yeah, I got right. you. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 DRE, you know what I'm saying? I got you. I can I I do talking point with I do talking point with um Pastor Ray Patrick. Well see yes. I can I it's like I gotta break it. I can, I can, sometimes I call him Ray. He says he tells me he's they, like Pedro call right. me Ray and I'm like yeah. oh, all right Ray and then I'll st- and then I go right into Pastor Ray. I it yeah. just you know but, but I, at least I, the frame was broken, at least you know you have the option. Yeah, I, it's not a requirement. No, I'm not doing this requirement. It's just yeah. more is my it's just my option to do it. There you and go. I'm cool with that. So that, yeah. that's where we yeah. I know how to just the code, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, like you say, you so you've been doing high heaters, you've been on high heaters, so you don't have a church at the moment. You just I have a church at the moment. Um three years now, uh September twenty-second, nine twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was pastoring for Southeastern Conference and they wanted me to move four hours away from where I was living. And I had right. made a promise to my daughter. Mm-hmm. And, and I made a promise to my wife that we, you know, ever since we reconciled from our from our issues and our marriage. Right. Um and our marriage is healing. Right. You know, mm-hmm. which is still still healing. You know, yes. we had a little little thing the other day that you know, I realized she wanted to ask me something and I just gave her permit. I was like, you have something you want to ask me? It was like three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. You know, don't be, don't ask your wife if she got something to ask you at three o'clock in the morning. Cause she, <laughs> no. she, what she, she, even, she didn't even blink. She was like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh man, there goes my sleep now. <laughs> why did I, why did I, even, I was trying to, you know, but you know, one of the things that we were talking about right before we, we, we went live is, mm-hmm. You know, no woman is going to help a man build his kingdom or empire or whatever it is that he, he he's, he's he's seeking to do if she doesn't feel loved. Yes. I'm telling you. If she doesn't feel, you know, a part of what it is, you know, what are we doing here? What, what are we really doing? So yeah. um, she wanted to start a business. And so I made that promise. I was going to do that as well. Right. And we already started. By the time they wanted me to move, we had already bought a property for the business. We've done right. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saved money, mm-hmm. you know, we, all the things that we couldn't, that we couldn't do when we were in turmoil, right. we were able to do. So I wasn't about to break that. Right. I wasn't about to break that. Um, mm-hmm. And, 
so I made a decision. And so they terminated me. They fired me. Wow. Always, the first thing I always say, I wasn't fired for the honeys or the monies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. 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 Oh, so, wow. Man, that's messed up. Wow. And that's, yeah, so, that's unusual because normally they kind of work with you, but you know, you know, maybe it wasn't it wasn't them, it was God. <laughs> well, you know, they had fired seven pastors in in the previous couple of years for wow. not moving. It became a thing where they were like, you know, because pastors again, you know, marriage heals and a lot of pastoral marriages go through a lot, whether they stay together or not, but they go through a lot in the sense of financially, you get moved right. and your wife has to start over again. Yeah, it's hard. Start over again. A new job, have to resituate the children. And the pastor hits, hits the ground running, pastor in this church. And, and then four years later, they might move you someplace else. So it really becomes like a military family. Yeah. And, um, you know, so they had fired seven pastors and they were basically like begging me, like, dude, move, like get an apartment down there, get an address. We don't care if you still live up there, get an address. Right. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing yeah. it. And yeah. uh, three years, I needed the three years. Because yeah. I needed the three years to work on my marriage. I needed the three years. Right oh, definitely. Yeah. So God, like you said, God, at the end of the day, I look at God and be like, you did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah I, I remember um, growing up and we moved so much that I remember somebody came to us one day in school and said, are you guys with the mafia? Or one, uh, <laughs> it was like, what? Was like, <laughs> you move so much. We, we like one woman here in Connecticut, next minute in the Bronx, day in Brooklyn, day in Queens. Uh -huh. Like, man, you guys move a lot. Yeah, you guys stable? Yeah. yeah. It's it like, are you running from somebody? I was like, no, yeah, it's man. just my parents, man. They, you know, it's not. Like, did, you, did you get the same kind of thing that I, I believe I ended up getting is that, you know, I can make friends easily and then yes. I can move on. Yes, I'm like I, real low yeah. maintenance when it comes to friends. Yeah, I'm yeah. like that too. And you know, it actually carried over into my personal life because I, this is the first house that we live in, that we lived in. We've been here five years. Mm -hmm. This wow. November, this November, five years, mm -hmm. this November 10th, mm -hmm. I think it's five years in this building, in this house. And this is the longest we've stayed in one house Together. since we've been married. And before I met her, I've, I've probably lived in about 35 different places in my lifetime. Wow. That means I've been, I've been, yeah, I've, I've lived in about 35 places in my lifetime. I, I only realized it when I was about to get deported and the lawyer asked me, could you name all the places you lived in? And I proceeded to name every single place. And she looked at me like I was crazy and said, how can you remember all these places? And I remember the addresses, zip codes, everything. Like she was like, I don't remember addresses, full um, addresses. Yeah. I'm like, I just remember it. And so, wow. and that's why I remembered that that's how many places I lived in. Man. And yeah, but this is the first house that we've lived in. We've only done like 25. I did like 25, including marriage. I'm probably getting close to 30 by now, maybe. But you, you got me beat, man, for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I, I moved a lot. I definitely didn't definitely. move like that. My parents are pretty. Oh, she, you've had like three places. Yeah, th but since we've been together, that's the most I have moved since I've been married. Wow. So. Well, that's because of that's mm -hmm. because God's been moving us. Definitely. Yeah, it's not me. I, I'm like, Hold up. I don't hear one British accent here, and y'all up in North London. Well, you know, like, <laughs> nah, man, you ain't gonna hear no accent like that. You, you, hear... may, you may hear it in our children because yeah. they round other. Let kids. me call Kaya. She'll come and she'll talk British for you. <laughs> she'll give it to you. Yeah. Wow, man. They picked it up pretty. Strong. They picked it up pretty strong. I know Pedro got to be from New York. I hear the NY. NY. No, I am actually from Bermuda. What? 
<laughs> Everybody, you know how many people that know me from, you know me from New York, you know me from uh, the States. Everybody right. thinks I'm from the States. No, I'm from Bermuda. When I said, they right. like, didn't say that. Right. And they say, wait, we well, know you're not. You're from New York. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm from wow. Bermuda. Yeah. But you got I like grew up in New York. Because yeah. okay. I grew up there from 10. Right. And Tara, how about you? You're, you're... I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. You know, I'm sitting, I was like, I'm, I, I didn't want to guess because I was like, it ain't New York. <laughs> yeah, I'm from the South. You know, she from, from the, the dirty, dirty South. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's part of my territory. Yeah, with a twin sister, and then I got an older brother. Okay. And, um, but yeah, it's just us and my family. My father passed now, but um, okay. I was living there with my mom with him. Yeah, it's been a long time now. It's been about 10 years? Mm-hmm. Wow. No, longer. How old is Pedro? Junior, he's 14. 14. Oh, it's been 14. about 15 years. I don't even keep count no more. I just yeah, know he passed, he passed two years into our marriage. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been 15 years. Well, wow. Jeez, wow. my father's been passed, I think, for 11 years. Yeah, because he was Kaya. Scott, yeah, wow. yeah, wow, yeah, man. She's been that long, mm-hmm. yeah. But right. man, we're just so excited to have you on because, um, glad to be here, man. We heard you, we heard you when you was preaching. We was on YouTube. We wanted to come down to see you, but it just didn't work out. But in a matter, we're still able to see you on YouTube. Yeah. And you was preaching us and stuff. And I turned to the wife and said, you know, I know this brother. We got to have him on the podcast. And then I was like, I don't know, because I haven't spoken to him in a while. And then, no lie, I was having a meeting. And uh, Ray Patrick says to me, you know you should have on your podcast? I'm like, who, pa- who passed? He says, Andrew Campbell. And I was like, man, I was just thinking that. So I was like, oh, God, <laughs> see, God told me. I, I dismissed it. Yeah, and then he he reaffirmed it to me, and he was like, "You got to get him on." Yeah, so I was like, "All right, cool." You know what? And then that's when I reached out to you, and um, and we did. But you was busy, so we we reached out. But then you went the week. I know you was busy, and I was like, I, "I'll hit you back up again." Yeah, when it would have been awesome to be able to do it while I was still in the UK. That would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that yeah. really would have. But then you yeah. would have had to come all the way up this way. So it would have been quite a travel. Hey, they got the, does the tube come up there? I mean, I don't know. They yeah, call it the tube. Right? The tube? Have, yeah. They have a train. We have a Lina, it's called the Lena train. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they would, yeah. But I'm yeah. really happy about this topic that we're gonna just co- come on in. Marriage is a contract or a covenant. Yeah. Um, Pedro, did you discuss it? Did Pedro discuss it with you? We had a discussion the other. Yeah, we had a yeah, yeah, we had a yeah, we had a little yeah, yeah. A little that we went through yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like marriage heals, you know, off off the, the title of your of your podcast, right? And we kind of sauntered off into the into that area okay. of you know how how does marriage heal? Yeah, you know, right. So and how does marriage heal for you? Like, what is that? You know. I have a mentor, Pastor Wendley Phipps. I worked with him for four and a half years, um, and you know it was during the height of our of our marital difficulties. Right. I'm sorry, city pastor again. Pastor Wendley Phipps, the singer. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah, I love yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I worked with him for four and a half, almost five years yeah. in Palm Bay, Florida. Right. And we were at the and we were at the height of our marital difficulties. I mean, right. you know, we were two ships passing in the night. You know, I discovered during that time, you know, uh, my undergrad is in psychology right. and um, neuropsych and stuff like that. I right. didn't do theology. I ended up going into ministry after I was a year as a missionary. So, right. um, you know, I, you know, looking at marriage, I looked at this concept called the ENP sexual, ENP sexual. Right. Emotional and physical sexual by Dr. Henry J. Kappas. Mm-hmm. He had six wives. His sixth wife was uh, Florence Henderson, the mother of the Brady Bunch. You know, fun oh, fact. Oh, yeah. right. oh wow. Okay. He's also known as the father of human human sexual behavior. 
Oh. And, and one of the fathers of hypnosis. He's more known for hypnosis than his human sexual behavior. Oh. But um, so I studied all that stuff. And I used to I tell my wife, you know, we're like two ships passing in the night. Right. We're like, you know, we're both uh, E's. So you have the E and the P, emotional, sexual, physical, sexual. It doesn't right. make any sense with the titles. But what it is, is an E, emotional, sexual, or an E, as they call them, high on the totem pole. The relationship is not high on the totem pole. There are certain, right. like, for my wife, it was the kids, you know, stability, this, that, and then the relationship. For me, right. it was work, this, you know, whatever, and then the relationship. So we were right. both on our own path. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, you know, that's a marriage that's not coming together like this. You know, yes. it's, it's actually, you know, we're, or we're just going parallel. Right. And so Pastor Phipps would, you know, I, I confided in him the, the challenges because I realized, you know, he loves his wife. He he is, you know, he's committed to having his family because he didn't have a family growing up. Right. Like that. And so he he really has thought through some things when it comes to love. And two things he said to me that I didn't agree with when he said it because I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> and one was he said, love is a choice. Ooh. Yes. Definitely. You know, and, yeah, and so that's such a pregnant statement because you know, now you got to go back and think about choice. Choice, our choices determine our reality. Yes, yeah. definitely. So if if in our so either our choices are going to destroy our marriage, mm-hmm. or it's going to nurture our marriage. And mm-hmm. you know, of course, you know we're like porcupines. And don't let me forget the second thing he said. You know, have you ever looked studied porcupines? They <laughs> no, have I, have, I mean, I read on them, but I haven't really studied yeah. them like that. No. Well, you don't want to get stuck with one of those quills, right? Oh, yeah, I know yeah, that. Right? That much I know. But when you look at when we look at porcupines, they have to huddle together at night in order to survive because of predators. So they huddle together. But right. in the huddling, what do you think happens? They gouge in each other with those quills. Ooh. So every single in order as they huddle for protection, they're they're got they're sticking each other, they're bleeding every they're hurting each other, yeah. And in marriage, it's like the porcupine scenario. Ooh, we're like we're, we're close quarters. Yeah, we're close yeah. quarters. Um, familiarity breeds contempt. So the mm-hmm. only thing that I believe that helps familiarity is unconditional love. Yes. And because love is a choice, it's like he was trying to get me to help me to understand that, son, you got to make a choice to love your wife. That You got to choose love. And then we can go a little deeper off into that because, you know, I really, you know, years later now, I'm finally... To, you know, not only studying the scriptural word and looking at the example, the, the word that's the example, which is Christ, the word become flesh. But right. I'm also seeking the utterance, the word of God, that's the utterance of the spirit. Right. And I'm recognizing that, man, what is love? Well, how do I'm experiencing God's love because I've experienced his grace. Right. I've experienced his mercy and I've experienced his faithfulness. If we and, and, and God gives us that, if I can translate that to others, especially my wife, right, in our in our porcupine situation, right, when she jabs me, you know, I, I give grace instead mm-hmm. of instead of a rebuttal, you know, yeah, yeah. I give when she makes a mistake, which we all do, I give yeah. mercy yeah. instead of yeah. getting mad. Yeah. And so that's what Phipps was trying to get me to understand. I didn't. It took me years because I was rejecting it. Yeah, yeah, I think and we then, all went through that at just, some point. We went through that in our we marriage just, as well. We just, actually, today, just before we came just on, just before we came, well, luckily we didn't come on right away. That yeah, man, we <laughs> did that. You, yeah, because like, I what happened? I came home and she had she I, cooked, 
but she only made enough for the kids because sometimes I eat when I'm out because I'm on the road. So I came home and I didn't call and say that I ate. So I thought she may have made me some food. So I got home. There's no food. Wait, 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 wait. I wait, made wait, wait. No, food. no, no, no. Let oh. me finish. Just rice and peas. <laughs> yeah. Rice and, and oh. peas. So I come home like, babe, where the meat? And she's like, oh, I can make. I said, no, it's called. Just make me a sandwich. She then proceeds to argue with me about why don't I just eat the rice and peas? I'm like, because I don't want that. I want a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, so we start poking, poking. So then mm-hmm. I, I get, I do get irritated. I'm like, listen, I don't want, don't, you know, and mm-hmm. that's just what you just said. Like what you just I said. Mean, love is charity. The Bible, yeah. it, and it's like, we, it's like now I'm telling you, I'm 50 years old and I'm just, it's just coming home. I've preached for years. And it's just coming home that love is charity. Yeah. Chari- what's charity? Kindness yes. is charity. Yes. When, I, when, when Tara chooses to still be kind, even when you're being a jack, a jack butt, you know, <laughs> that she's, she's extending, that's love because she's extending charity towards wow. you. She didn't send a charity today. She got mad at me back. <laughs> I was just like, you know, don't yell at me because I shut down. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, if you're going to do that, then, you know, we're not having this discussion. You know, you know, just... And then as I thought about it, after it was over, I was like, you know what? It, this It's another way this could have been squashed. I don't think about that to after the fact, after we had the discussion, then I go back to Peter and be like, you know what, Peter, we could have handled this better. Yeah. You know, then let it fester and let it get the way we got. I didn't, I didn't you know? let it fester. I, I, I wasn't arguing with you. No, I, no, I'm just saying. I, I even said to my daughter, I said, you know, I talked to them about, you know, they'll be so quick to anger. And then mm-hmm. when I just, and I just had that discussion with them when they came home today. And mm-hmm. then she saw me today with her father. Yeah. And she said to me, Mom, you and daddy good? I said, yeah, we're good. You know, we have our little moments or whatever. But mm-hmm. then I was like, I didn't show her what I was telling her. Yeah, that's because more is caught than is taught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Jersey accent won't let me get caught. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, but the thing I think about with marriage, like marriage, we why we pick marriage can heal for us is because even though we had that disagreement, we don't let it fester. Yeah, yeah. We let we 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 realize that our marriage. Yeah. We realize that what you what we was talking about that our marriage is not a contract. Our marriage is a covenant, covenant and yeah. that God is over our marriage. So even though we may have that disagreement, we would then we we sat down. I was like, "Look, babe, look, I apologize, but mm-hmm. this is what I was trying to explain." And she's like, "You know what? That does make sense." Yeah. And then so we talk about it. We don't let it. We don't sit there and be mad and say and hold on to oh, it. Oh, hold on to it and thing. Mm-hmm. We really tried to squash it quickly. It's and then the kids see that. And so mm-hmm. like in the beginning when we used to argue, it will be a, a ongoing. And yeah, because we don't want to yeah. let go the anger. And the kids can feel the tension. They can yeah. feel the anger. They can feel, you know, and it just made them upset. So now they, they've learned that even when we have a disagreement, that they're like, they'll come and say, are you guys That's cool? a disagreement, yeah. Right, yeah. They, they come to us and they say now, like, are you guys good now? We're like, yeah, they're like, okay. Because they know that we, we're not going to be in that mode for too long. We may get into it for a moment, but we're not going to be in it for a long period I mean, of time. you know. Yeah, that's you know, hmm. and that's 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 the word. That's the scripture. That's what the scripture teaches us. Yes, and, I, and what I believe Christ wanted to exemplify. Yes. you know, and what the what the Spirit is pushing us toward yes. is encouraging us toward. It's like you know, we don't have to stay mad. The Bible, the the Bible says, you know, you can get angry. Yeah, but, but don't let your anger turn to wrath. 
Right. You know, after a day, if if what happened turns into a you know that mood of being upset turn you know lasts for a week, it turns into something else. Into yeah. you know, I, I, it's a process, and then then it turns into a mindset. And now every time we open our mouths, it's like, oh, you want some of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was just telling Pedro last night. I said when I was in the shower, I was thinking, you know, how God relationship is with us. You know, it's just like we married to him and marriage mm-hmm. needs to be like that. Like we need to think about that and when we talk to each other, like the love that he has, mm-hmm. you know, he never waver. He mm-hmm. never, you know, get upset with us. He's always just there with us. Like why mm-hmm. we can't love each other like that, you know, in our mm-hmm. marriages. Like we so quick to be mad and just leave and don't want to mm-hmm. work things out. And I always said when I married PJ, I said, you know what? I'm going to stick in it no matter what, no matter how mm-hmm. hard things get. Even no when we were having hard times, I went to PJ and I said, PJ, if you don't change from your ways, I can't continue to stay and there, here. And it says, as much as I love you, as much as I love you, as much as, and I'm in love with, with PJ still. Yeah. But I'm, at, at that time, when we was going through our hard times. I said, if you don't change, I can't continue to stay because my heart won't let me because you you breaking me. Mm-hmm. And that's what and that that's word. Really, that's real choice. Nah. When you said choice, love is love is a, is a choice. Love is a choice. Love I had to choose. I had to choose by what my wife or do I want to be by myself. That was frame breaking for you, man. You had that was yeah. that was the truth. She get the truth was set you free. Yeah. Yes, you know, free. Free. Did. I, I had to realize. Yeah. I had to really sit there and think, what am I doing? Because yeah. I always tell people, I, what I see in you, you don't see in yourself. You know what I'm saying? I always, when I first met him, I always was like, oh, it's something about him. And that, that's what kept me still. And even now, you know what I'm saying? I see a better person in you. Even though you may not be treating me like this at the time, I'm still going to stick in it because I know you ain't that person. That person that I'm looking for is in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know that, what I'm saying? That, that brings us to another thing that, that we, Peter and I talked about yesterday a little yes. bit. Uh, we said, you know, and t- is it Tara or Tara? Because I, mean, I, I messed up. Well, my, mama, my mama said it's Tara, but you can call Tara. it Tara. Yeah, I, I'll go with Tara. And I heard you call him Pedro instead of Pedro. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not Pedro, but other people call Tara. me Pedro. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, we were talking about that yesterday. Women, you know, and help us out. Sorry, you know, let us know if we if we was on because it was just two guys by ourselves. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We might have just been, you know, you know how we get when we don't know nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. But it was like, you know, women marry men and look at them and say, he, he has potential. Like he, if he matures, you know, and change and grows up, he he'll be the man that he all that I believe he could be, right? right. Mm-hmm. And when, and men, we look at women and be like, man, she just like I'm marrying her just as she is. I don't want nothing to change. Like, God, don't let nothing change. I want her to give me as much loving, you know, as I need, right? right. I want right. her to, you know, you know, <laughs> I, I'm keeping it real, right? You know what I'm saying? I, w- I wish I wish most Christian couples could say we waited, but you know, most of the time. <laughs> we didn't wait. You know, no, we didn't wait. <laughs> but you know what? Someone, had told me, someone told me one time, women um, uh-huh. look at a man and want to change them, right, when they get married. Mm-hmm. But men won't be with a woman and look at her and think she's going to stay the same like she was mm-hmm. when they were dating. And that's not matter. always the case because I never in my mind tried to change who Pedro was. Mm-hmm. He he was a man that he came to me. He knew what he wanted. Mm-hmm. But my parents didn't like that he had a past. Well, actually, mm-hmm. I, control, but I was broken. 
Yeah, he was broken, but at the time I didn't know that. I didn't know he was broken. I didn't even know I was broken. I had asked some questions. <laughs> I had asked some questions, you know, like, have you ever did this? Like, have you ever did that? Have you ever hit a woman? Have you mm-hmm. ever cheated on this? And he was like, Yeah, I hit a woman before, but then, but I never thought it would be me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my father was like, You sure you're ready to walk down this road with him? Like, at that time, I'm what 2021. 20, I wasn't thinking. I was like, my father don't know what he's talking about. But as I got, I but him. as I got into, <laughs> as I got into the marriage, I realized what my father was saying because yeah. he was definitely more experienced than I was, you know, when it came to that. But um, I never wanted to change Pedro. I just wanted him to be a better him <clears throat> for himself. That, so, so I, you know, I'm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know, so to to us men, that sounds like change. You know, say you want me to be a better, a better version. You know, better me. And 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 there's nothing. I think there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think what happens is when it's not delivered, when yeah. it doesn't get delivered. When the better, yeah. when the better Andre doesn't show up, and it's the same juvenile Andre. You know, it's the same person. I'm not a video. I'm not one of the video game guys. You know, I, I have my other addictions. You know, I love my cars. You know, I right. I, I, I spent eight thousand dollars a few years back. I spent eight thousand dollars in one year working on my old school cars, and they still wasn't running. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Right. So, my, so I'm out in the garage wasting money on on Amazon and 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 eBay. But some guys are in the in the uh, in the family room or in the basement or wherever yeah. playing video games, and yeah. it's like they never grow into what that wife expected. You know, when we have kids, mm-hmm. that's supposed to be frame breaking. That's supposed yeah. to like change your perception and you're supposed to, okay, I need to focus with, with my wife and let's build something together so that we can provide for these kids, et cetera. Right. So we see that. And I think a lot of frustration and a lot of what we, the downhill where the marriage begins, the hurt in the marriage mm-hmm. begins to fester and take hold is is when the unrealized the frustrations of the expectations really settle in wow. you know i expected that you know from the female perspective i expected that he was going to step up to these things and 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 grow out of that and become all he could be and and from the male perspective i thought she was gonna you know be my ride or die you know right. uh, i would use another term but you know it's, I like it's, 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 term, i'm definitely dead yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have another one, but that's for the streets, and this is a Christian broadcast, so I can't get that one. Yet. No, I told you. I told you. I tell our viewers, nope. yeah, we married nope, nope, nope. here, but we I still want to keep it real and raw. Yeah, well, you know, you're just being a real and raw. Y'all gonna get me canceled over here, you know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't gonna get me canceled, okay? I told you, we don't hold our tongue said, I told you that. I was so in love when we got married, I didn't think about the red flags. I didn't think about the things that, because we didn't do marriage counseling. You know, so we was together for what, six months and we was married, you know, and went to the courthouse. My parents was, whoa, you know, they was not happy. My daddy was uh, was ill for a long time. So he was like, I wanted to walk you down the aisle. And even now I sometimes think about it and I'd be like, dang, I hope my daughters don't do that to me. Yeah, so sometimes well, we I sometimes yeah, I wish I had that yeah. wedding, but then at the end of the day, I'm like, would have would have made a difference, yeah. you know, if we had it. We had know? a wedding, we just had it at the courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> but but the look that I had saw on my parents' face that night when I told them, 
it just stuck in my head even now because I thought they was really well, what was that look? That look of disappointment. You know, like I, I I thought you knew better than this. We I thought we raised you better than this. Like, why would you go and marry this man? It don't even say nothing to us. Yeah. So after the fact. And I was like, like show with the marriage certificate. We're I married. showed her with the marriage certificate. My daddy <laughs> just married now. You married now. <laughs> hey, daddy. <laughs> and, and then I said to myself, maybe you know, when bad things happen in your marriage, maybe maybe I brought it on by the way I went into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I would have went into a different direction, maybe it would have had a better outcome. I don't know. See, now, you know, I'm not that type of person. But, you know, I don't that's, believe, that's, in, that's I don't believe in unknowns. Yeah, the unknowns. Yeah, I but I'm just saying, that's what I used to think. I don't think hypotheticals at all. I think everything everything we do in our lives, and you could probably attest to this, everything we do in our lives is just a fact of, of the choices that we make. Mm-hmm. And those choices we make is where we then go down the path we go and then God will knock us on our head every now and then and say, hey, you're doing, you know, come back this way or come back. And, and then it's just a matter of how much are you in yeah. tune with God to let him lead you. Like I tell our children all the time, let God lead you in everything you do. Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing without God leading you, praying about it and making a decision. Come to us. We'll pray with you. Then you make the decision based on what you feel. God is like we talked about. You were saying the not the written word, but the spirit. You know the um, utterance, 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 yeah. the utterance. Right. We I call it your. I tell them is their gut. Go with that, and then you and you'll never go wrong. You know because I and so I don't ever like everything that happened in my past. I don't ever say I wish never happened because I think that's what's made me part of building the man own. that I am today. I just know I don't I, I don't stay in the past what we have went through. No, I'm not saying or bring I'm saying or bringing it back up up ever again in our marriage because it doesn't do it doesn't do no justice mm-hmm. to keep bringing up past hurt in marriages. You never heal when you still holding on to something you never really you never really forgiven them. Yeah, and you know what? And and, and I'll you know I'm always adding this stuff right. That's that's, that's my calling card. I'm always going to add and say two things. One 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 on I'm gonna work backwards. I guess like. Okay. There's some unresolved things that don't get talked about mm-hmm. that we do need to talk about. Yes. And when and when we've addressed it and come to terms on it, you know, and we choose to move forward, then like you said, it's like that doesn't get thrown back in someone's face over and over again because we have addressed it. Some right. things may never get addressed, you know, they may not get addressed. But if there's right. an opportunity to address, if it's a hurt that keeps coming back up and is having that residual effect and it was never addressed i'm like you know like i like at three o'clock in the morning i i, I realized there was something you know she kept jabbing me with these jokes you know what i'm saying yeah you know and and, and uh i finally said is there something you want to tell me mm. there's something you want to ask me and yeah. she was like yeah and she asked and i you know when you if you ask if you're willing to ask the question you better be willing to answer it you know wow. but, but it was unresolved and then and you know once it was addressed, we went to another level. Like when she, I, I could honestly tell you up until, this is like two months ago, mm-hmm. right? That, that we had that follow-up conversation of like unresolved, something that was unresolved. And she would hug me, but she, when I would kind of come give me a hug and she'd kind of hug me and drop her arms, you know, and kind of, yeah. She, yeah. she would hug me, but, it, but after we had, after we cleared up that thing. Separation, right. The hugs were, she was holding onto me. Right. Oh, so, you know, so marriage, yeah. marriage heals, right? If we're gonna yeah. die, if we're gonna, if we're gonna engage, and I guess what we're saying here is, if we're gonna engage in marriage, 
and engaging it the way it's intended to be engaged, mm-hmm. it, it, it does have its healing properties. Yes. yes. Because yes. marriage is a covenant. It's not a contract. You know, That's contract right. is, That's is right. an agreement that says if you break this, I have I have the authority and the and the me and the 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 reasons to break this. Yes, right. yes. To end this. But mm-hmm. a but a covenant is a pledge. Mm. Yes. And that pledge, you know, and so here's the second thing Pastor Phipps said. He said, and again, I didn't want to hear this, but I finally <laughs> years later had to admit it. it was true. He told me this like in 2010, 2011. Right. And he said, you know, marriage, he said, love is when you choose to be at your best wow. when the other person is at their worst. Yes. That and I was like, heck oh now. God. I was like, now, now, now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's healing. Wow. It is. Yeah. yeah. And, and you also get to, you know, mi- there are miracles that we are missing out on yes because we refuse to accept those kinds of truths mm-hmm. because if we if we don't believe that then we'll just say listen i'm gonna keep reacting the way that i you know and we just keep reacting and reacting the way i'm reacting to their foolishness or i can choose to change and that's probably what you all heard when i gave my testimony uh yeah. i had i decided to be to choose kindness i said to my i don't know how to love you I don't know how we've been married for for at this at that point sixteen years. At that I time, now I went through that. Mm-hmm. I don't but, know how to love you, but but you had your your reason was because of the things I was. It was more what I was doing to you. I was actually pushing you away and making you not love me. And at some point, I knew he was intentionally doing it after mm-hmm. a while. I was doing it because I was trying to get rid of her. Yeah, he was trying to get rid of me. And I, I was admit, like, was, trying to spare her your foolishness or what? what yeah, I was, I was, no, because. Pedro wasn't happy quick, with himself. Well, to be real quick, you know, because um, we said on the other podcast, but to be real quick about it, I lived in America, got deported, came to Bermuda. And when Tal, you know, and that's not her fault. She was not immature, but she was not experienced. So the the arguments were a lot of times were were because I was trying to explain something, but instead of me taking the time to explain it and just explain it more and more to where she could understand it. I was explaining it where I thought she should know already what I meant. And so then I would get frustrated. And then I was like, you know what? I don't got time for this. And I was like, cause I've already been married twice before. This is my third, my third marriage. So I was like, you know what? So I was, I was kind of in that mind of a contract and not a covenant where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just break this. So how can I break this? She loves me too much, so she's not going to just leave. So I got to give her a reason to leave. So I was doing things purposely trying to get her to leave. You did? You remember when you gave me the ultimatum? Yeah, I did give you an ultimatum. He gave me an ultimatum one time when I was living in my, we lived in my parents' house. He was going back to New York for your children or something. And I said, so you picking your children over me? And I said, so you're going to leave? And he was like, yes. And that's not, I never meant that, you know. And, I, and, and, and when he he left and went back, and, and I was so hurt. I was like, he really. Well, actually, him. I left because my aunt died. Yeah, your aunt died. But then I was still at the same time. I was like, I'm gonna go with you. Yeah. You know, but he didn't want me to go. I was mm-hmm. like, so my mama had said, so is it over? I was like, I hope it's not. And my dad had said, don't worry about it. My dad mm-hmm. was alive, but I don't worry about it. Just move on with your life. But it wasn't easy for me to let go because. I knew what I had. Thank God he did. He gave me that vision to come on with me. Yeah, I was willing. Right, I was willing. Man, she is definitely my ride and die, man. She's been everywhere with me. Because a lot of people already 
felt like our marriage was not going to last. Yeah. Right. You know, especially, you know, some people in my family felt like it wasn't going to last. And I was not going to make them think that they was right. Mm-hmm. You were determined to prove them wrong. So I was like, no, yeah. no matter what, I, you know. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we did, our finances wasn't great. You know, we was, oh, yeah. they was worse than not great. We they were, were they sucked. <laughs> yeah, we was, <laughs> <laughs> I was li- I was living a shoe. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was living. Wait, a wait, 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 no. But we lived no, in a hotel we, for a while. We stayed in hotels for a and, minute. And, and I did not okay. tell. Oh, and you, I did not tell. Say that because your mama don't know. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> the point is, I did tell my parents at the time because I knew my parents. I knew telling them that is like failure. Right, yeah, so I'm like, I'm not gonna say that because my daddy gonna we feel like stayed. this man is not stayed. taking care of my daughter. Stayed in some, some mm-hmm. and, well, you know, and you know, people as they listen to this, people are going through that right now. Oh, definitely, mm-hmm. and and they're feeling like maybe you know, this is the end of it, this is where this where it ends. We just gonna peter out to nothing, but it doesn't have to be that. No, and that's when I talk about the miracles, and you yeah. guys, you guys have, have, have stayed in your covenant relationship. And God has given you your miracle. Mm-hmm. I mean, can we say everything is perfect? I, I know everything in my situation ain't perfect. I know. Oh, no. We're far from perfect. <laughs> far from perfect. <laughs> We've gone on to, and you know, you've said it a few times this evening, uh, Tara and, and Pedro. We talked about that, the phrase, no matter what. Yeah. No matter what. that We have to have a no matter what attitude because that's the attitude God took with us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Unconditional. It's like, I mean, I may not like what you're doing. I may have to protect myself in some way, shape, or form. I may have to whatever. But, you know, I am asking God to give me that miracle. Yes. I want to speak I want to speak to divorced people for a second, too, because a lot of people, yes, may, they listen yes. and, you know, they've been through divorce and, and uh, they feel, you know, whatever they feel. But, you know, the, the covenant that Christ has brought us, this covenant of his blood is far different than the old covenant. Right. And, and you know, he's he's letting us know that that unconditional love is ours. And so even though they can quote, people can quote from the scripture, God hates divorce. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here right now to say, but it never said that he hates the divorce say. Mm. Did I say the word right? Divorce. Yeah, yeah, you said it right. You Perfect. Said it right. Yeah. He, that's he, never, he never said he hates them. So, so God know, wants I, them just I, not to stop you. So God won't condemn you then if you divorce. There, you know, it, it is, it is not, it is not, you know, it is not what he wants for us because he wants us to be in covenant. He wants us to get in the covenant, right. but he, but he is not going to, de- he's not, it's a choice that we make. It's right. a choice, right? Yeah. And God is, and God, although he's pro-life, he has, he is, he's also pro-choice because he's given us the ability to make a choice. Right. And through Moses, he said, I have placed before you life and death. Mercy. A blessing and a, I place before you abortion or no abortion, right? Ooh, yes. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, so we, we mad with this with the government for for legislating, you know. But the truth is, it's a choice that we individually make, and, and they they're political with it. There's a political reason for all of that, mm-hmm. but God has given us choice, and so He wants us to make the best choice. And sometimes that best choice needs to be even before we decide to get married. Yes. And I think that that's the importance of what we're talking about here today is let's help some people that haven't gotten married and let's help some people that are in marriages right. and let's help some people who are divorced and desirous. Because if I had, if I had a million dollars, not a dollar, cause I still be broke, but if I had a million dollars for every single male or female, that's just said that said to me, I'm tired of the dating scene. I want somebody I can come home to. I want somebody for me. So 
whether you whether you whether you have not been whether you're thinking about getting married and you've never been married, whether you're currently married or whether you're divorced and wanting to be remarried, I want you to know. I want to I want to break this concept that we're signing a contract. Yes. Because if we go into it like that, then it, then it then those those vows that I that I give people when I marry them, right? Right. right. For better or for worse, that's hogwash. We lying then. We lied then. <laughs> We lie. The most liars are made at the at the at the altar. That's the truth. You're right. You're because some people that, really not right. in there for better or for worse. Because in that case, what the worst look like to you? You ain't thinking about that word worse. Yeah. Oh, just saying. I like, think I think they. I think some, I think the worst. I think the worst. They sometimes they think like you know maybe losing your job, but. Like I think we had the discussion with you. You had the discussion with me the other night. Was, yeah, because I like, had said, yeah. I what if we lived right. in a What if we lived in a cardboard box, or what if we had no place to live, or something? <laughs> yeah. Would you stay with me? And I was like, yeah. You, you know, it, tell, it reminds me of this story. I tell my wife I was going to tell you all this story, even though she wouldn't come off to, 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 to save her life. She wouldn't come on here, but <laughs> I know. I wish you would have. That's okay. <laughs> So when I passed, I passed it, um, you know, you, you see some interesting things. I've been at the bedside of people who have taken their last breath. Right. And I was, uh, and I got called one, one evening, this, this elderly lady said, you know, my, my husband is, is going to pass. And I had just baptized him. Wow. Like two months prior, I just baptized him, right? They're elderly. He was wow. like 80 and she was like a few years younger than him. And he wow. was laying there dying peacefully at home. And so I went over there. I got over there and uh, hospice chaplain was there and everything. And we're talking. And then she, she's sitting there and he's, you know, going through all of that. And she, she decides to tell us a story. Mm-hmm. And, and um, ironically, as soon as the story was over, he took his last breath and he was gone. Wow. But the story she told us was, she said, they were living in England, ironically. I, don't, I, I think I told this story years ago when I visited England, but um, they were living in England and in a flat in London. And you know how they got the, the, the walls out in front of the flat there where you kind of like you're sitting on the wall. Right. And um, they she said uh, she had heard of a crusade, a church crusade in the Adventist church. And she decided at work, she decided she was going to go to the crusade. So every right. night she's leaving out from home. She made sure her husband's you know dinner was made. He couldn't cook. So she made sure dinner was made. Right. Everything was straight. They didn't have no kids at the time. And she would go take her Bible that they gave her and go to this crusade with her co-worker, right? And he'd be sitting, he'd be sitting out on the wall in front of their flat, drinking with his with his work buddies. Mm. Right? After work, they sit on the wall and drink. Mm-hmm. And so um one night when she came home singing and everything, you know, happy from coming from crusade, his buddies were like, You let your wife go by herself to this church thing? You know, like you let her go to this church thing. He's like, yeah, he's like, what am I? What am I supposed to do? And it was like, beat her. <laughs> wow. Yeah, y'all was expecting that one, right? So he said, beat her. Mm-hmm. So he went upstairs. You know, he went. He went harpo on her. Went upstairs and struck her. And so that. So she. She said she was so shocked she didn't even know what to do because he never put hands on her before. He's a loving man, but you know, he, whatever. So she said she waited till he went to sleep that night, <laughs> and she went and got a cast iron skillet. She did, Madea. 
Man, she said, and, and, and I'm sitting, I'm, I'm all eyes and ears on this story. Dude is sitting there trying to, you know, trying to catch a breath. And she, and she wow. I'm not proud of it. She said, but what's good is good for the goose is good for the gander. Now he need to learn that lesson. She said, I went up there and I whacked him upside every part, of, upside his head, his legs, and everything. And, and, and so don't you ever put your hands on me again. She said, I, I got baptized, joined that church. And she said, for 60 years, they were young. They were like in, in their, you know, in their early 20s, whatever. Right. And for 60 years, she said she was faithfully going to church and she was praying that he would join. Right. Mm. And she said every Friday she would iron his shirt and his suit and his tie and have it hanging up in the closet mm-hmm. where he could see it. And she said, um, she said, and she prayed, and this, this is a thing of never giving up. I'm talking about yes. that miracle, y'all. I'm talking yes. about that. And I understood, like, he wasn't beating her on a wreck. He, he listened to some idiots, and he tried it out, and he learned, he learned, didn't he? He messed around, you're going to find out, right? Yes. So she, and so 60 years, she prepared his, his stuff and wow. his clothes. And two months prior to his death, he got up one morning and said, I want to go to church with you today. And his wow. clothes were ready. They were ready. Oh, wow. Uh, he put on his, he came to church and I happened to be preaching and I made the altar call and he came down for the altar call, not knowing he was going to get a stroke and, and die. Right. And he accepted the Lord. And there I am now sitting at his bedside as he's dying. And his wife is saying to me, she's saying, you know, pastor, you got, you know, I realize in this life, you know, you got to know who you're married to, she said, but you have to also learn never to give up. If you, if yeah. you, if you know that, yeah, if you love that person, she's like, never give up. Not yes. PSA, PSA, <laughs> beating the daylights out of you, right? You yeah. know, trying to kill you, you might need to get up on up out of there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Right? But if you know, if you know that that's not the person that maybe there's there's something there that's causing this or whatever, you know, and it could be worked through somehow, you yeah. know, don't, you know, no matter what, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's so, yeah, that, that, yeah. That's definitely how I feel because, I mean, um, not to be thing, but in my previous marriages, it just, my first marriage was we got married young. There was just no communication. And we just... We I we definitely thought of it as a contract, not a covenant. Mm-hmm. So we just figured we could break it because we was on contract. Mm-hmm. Um, in other marriages, it, it was it was good, but it just it just got to a point, where, like you said, where it just was not. It wasn't good for either one of us to stay married, because it just it wasn't good for either one of us. It was just time, you know. Sometimes you just have time, yeah. and I was always I've always I always thought my father was gonna be not upset with me but disappointed in me because i got married and got divorced but he 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 said something what was like something to like what you said like you know you're not gonna you're not gonna you you know like i think we've been implanted we're gonna burn in hell if we get divorced right and he was like you're not going to he's like if it's not working you you don't be unhappy mm-hmm. just to make other people happy wow and i think sometimes people stay in marriages to keep other people happy, happy and yeah. they and, and 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 you know this for a fact being a pastor and i've i've heard this being in church oh he's beating on you just pray for it just pray about it it'll get better 
<laughs> You're like, no, it's not. Yeah, he's nah. beating me to a pope. Like, it's, yeah. he's not. He's not changing. Like, it's not. You know, it becomes a point where you have to say, "I have to." Yeah, I have to. Yeah, this has and, to. And she, and she might be beating him. We got to make sure we put that. Oh, in that's true. You're right about. Right, I apologize. You're right because you you just told a story where the lady right. smacked him upside with the, right. with the skillet. So it, the women do do it too. So hey. But you know, people only think sometimes it's only men, you know, abusing women. But women can do the same thing to men. Yeah. You know, it, because it's not, it's not all physical either. It it's yeah, verbal. It mental. It's mentally. Yeah. It's different types of abuse. It's not just all. I think people think when you heard I'm being abused, they think automatically physically. Yeah. yeah. But it's not always physically. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. going back a little bit back to the covenant, it's like the old covenant that we were under, with that God put the children of Israel under. You know, it had all those rules in there. They yeah, had rules, they had these massive uh, swaths of rules, like you know about divorce, about adultery, about remarriage, about all this kind of stuff. Right. And again, Jesus came with a new covenant, and it's not that 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 you know those things, you know that that we ought to be mindful about the choices and how we treat each other. But really, this new covenant drives us to understand what love is. And yes. when we understand what love is, that, you know, love, Pope Francis, ironically, of all the people I could quote, right. Pope Francis, <laughs> in his book, um, Let Us Dream, he said, love, he said, um, sin, sin is a, sin is a rejection of the, of the limits that love requires. Wow. Mm. Sin is a rejection of the limits that love requires. In, in that original covenant, God was from an elementary standpoint, he spelled it out and was like, listen, this is how we doing each other in. This is how we are choosing darkness and selfishness and evil over what's good. And, and uh, you know, they, they didn't do it. They didn't, they didn't succeed in keeping that covenant, but right. God succeeded in keeping right. that covenant mm-hmm. because his covenant was do this, but at a certain point in time, I'm going to send my son. So he kept his part. He kept his part of the covenant. Yeah, he did. Even when the children of Israel were, were off into idolatry, harlotry, everything, he still kept his, his promise and he delivered Christ Jesus, you know, you know, no matter what he delivered. And now, you know, it's like, you know, we really need to, to move forward in that. I mean, I can go off into that, but. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Well, I, you know, because one thing I believe in prayer, I believe you keep praying for your spouse. And it was it was times at night where I used to just put my hands on Pedro and just pray for him be like, Lord, make me what you want me to be. Yeah. Make my husband what he needs to be for me. You yeah. know, and I just used to he, sometimes he didn't even know I was doing it. But I knew if I keep saying I want you to do this, I can't change him. I knew God have to change the hardest of have you heard of War Room? War Room, yeah. the movie War Room. I never yeah. watched it. Let me say that up front. So I ain't gonna say it like I did. Yeah, I, never, I didn't want to. I was, I was, I was still in my feelings when, when my wife watched it. I was still in my feelings. Yeah, and yeah. And so she set up a war room in her closet and didn't make it a secret. Like I saw all these stickies with stuff, and so I finally went and started reading them. And she was praying over me. She was, wow. you know, beseeching the Lord over me. She stopped trying to change me. She stopped trying to get me to, to see things differently. Right. You know, she's not trying to get me to love her. She just, she went to God about it. And, you know, not that, you know, the, 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 the differences that we had, like the, the fights we had, not like she had, she had stopped, but she had, she was, I could see she was backing off of it. And right. Yeah. God, like you said, you prayed for 
Pedro. Right. And um, it's kind of like my mama prayed for me when I was when I'd be coming home drunk from from the club downtown DC. Right. You know, I'm home, I break from Oakwood, and I'm driving. I'm DUI and all the way home. Wow. And I'm all asleep in, in the bed with all my clothes on. She, I would faintly hear her with her hands on the doorpost praying for me, interceding for me. Mm. And sometimes that's all we can do for our spouses: intercede. Yeah. And and pray that God will will intervene because the greatest miracle is a changed life. Definitely. And and I and I can say my wife has seen a miracle in me. You know, yes. I've seen miracles in her. Yeah. And, you know, but somebody had to decide to be at their best. Somebody in the relationship. Now, that's the truth. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Somebody, because I, I feel like that too, you know. Well, Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I'm not saying I, we was, when we, before we came on, we was having the discussion. And I was saying to Todd the other day, I was saying to her that I'm always trying to see how I could treat her better and do mm-hmm. things for her to make her happy and make, because, I know it's not happy wife, happy home, but it's more like I just feel like if she's happy, then I'm doing the job that God wants me to do. So sometimes I have to concede to do those things. Yeah. And the thought came over my head, and I had, we had the discussion a little bit. And I was saying to her that I'm going to stop saying things that I know I don't mean. Yeah. Because like, because you know, like, you know, you say things and you like, you know, saying out of anger or sometimes even joking, and. Yeah. We actually had the discussion, Tara and myself, where I was, I've been, I do some things and she was like, you know, PJ, it really bothers me. You know, I really wish that you would stop doing that. And she thought I was going to get defensive and like, oh, and I was like, and I, she said, I was so shocked. She said, you just sat there and listened and was like, okay. I will work on it. I was and really I, shocked. And I honestly, but this is what I said to her. No, 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 listen, but I said to her, I said, listen, it's not going to happen overnight. God's going to work on me. I can't say that I may not slip up every now and then and still do it, but I'm going to try to be better. And I feel that's the best that I can give her is just do that. You know, and you bring up a big point. I know we're coming up on our time here, I guess. You told me in advance we we, we get... You can keep talking for a little bit longer. It's something that we mentioned earlier when, you know, again, in that moment where my wife and I began the healing process... Yeah, right. one of the key, it wasn't so much that I decided to start with that we decided to start with kindness, and she didn't believe I was going to be kind. She's like, "You be kind," but it was, <laughs> it was "You be patient." What? But it, it was um, when I admitted that I, I after we, you know, we got married at twenty eight and twenty nine, and it was like, you know, I married an older woman. She's seven months older than me, so you know. <laughs> oh wow, really old. After her birthday. So, you know, I, I claim I man, we weren't both 28, but um, I said, you know, the truth is I don't know how to right. love you. How? Mm. What are the things that that cause you to recognize that I that I care that you know and all these different things like that? So and then she laughed and she repeated it back to me. She said the truth, and I said, Why are you laughing? She said, The truth is because I don't know how to love you. Mm. And that right there was frame breaking. I like to use that term. These I just started oh, yeah. using. Yeah, We're, like gonna use that. We're gonna use that on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. Let's break some frames up in here. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And and what I mean by what I realized with that is that, like you just said, when you took the time to listen to your wife admit that what what you say when you say certain things, you know, we we should mean we should say what we mean what we say and say what we mean, right? Yeah. Also, my mother, my mother taught me as a young kid, very, very serious concept. The truth is in the joke and the joke is in the truth. Mm. Yeah, right. Whether we want to admit it or not. And mm-hmm. so it's like, 
you know, when we when 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 he real when Pe Pe when Pedro realized that you were serious and he took you seriously, you know, how did that make you feel? Well, I I was I was I was like, God, is he is this happening? You know, like <laughs> whatever. He, he really, no, no, I'm just saying, but, you know, before like if I come to him about something, he'd be like, but why? You know, you know, we have to have a whole discussion on why. But he actually didn't. He actually was listening to what I was saying. I guess I don't know if he heard the tone in my voice or whatever. But it it always bothered me because I was just like, I really don't want you to say this. Could you please stop? You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's affecting me now. And he wasn't hearing it. Yeah, 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 he wasn't because I he's affecting me now in a big way. Because I can admit to something now. What right. you just said, the joke is in the truth is in the joke, and the joke is yeah. in the truth. So I think sometimes even though I was joking, I was actually being serious, but I was putting it in the form of a joke. Oh, let's say what to, it is. To, I don't think right. we told past what it is. So he he used to be like, I don't like you, right? Wow. And I was like, Pedro, don't don't say that to me because that make me feel some way. Like, if you 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 have to, if you love me, you like me. You know, what I'm you can't love somebody and don't like them. And I guess you, you do you agree? You I mean, I, I agree that it's that it should be. If you love somebody, then you know there you know that there should be a relationship in place. And I think there will be. You will be. You'll like them, but I do agree that you can love someone. In other words, you can show them grace and mercy and all these things. Right. You can love on them, but you don't like. You don't like. like I said to my brother one time. I said, I said, I said, you, I know you're not a pig, but you have some swinish ways. Because <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I, I, like I, I told him, I said, if you don't like me, tell yeah. me, give me an example. Let's of address it. Right. Let, tell me what the the I don't like. I have. Let's, already, let's I've said that she don't listen. What did you say it was? I said that I don't like her because she knows me too well. Oh, you said that to me. I said, I, it's not that I don't like you. I don't like you because you know how to push that button. You know how to walk in the room and get me riled up like that. And I don't like that you know me that well. She has that kind of power over you. Right. She has, <laughs> right. See? So it's not that I don't like her. Of course I like her, but I don't like her because I know what she can make me then. I know what she can make me do and not do. I know what she can make me do. Even if I'm mad at her, she knows that I'm still going to do things for her. Mm -hmm. So I don't like her for that. But she was that's honest with you to let you know that, she, that, that, how, that that statement made her feel a certain way. Right. And that's, that's important to come to terms with. Yeah. Right, and I said, okay, so I will stop saying that. I will stop trying my best not to say it. But, yeah. you know, because I, I do say it as a joke, mm -hmm. but I know, you know, she, I said, okay, I will try my best not to do that. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's a that's a coming to terms. And I, I would kind of finish that, the thought of, I don't know how to love you with this. It has led me someplace. It is that, under, admitting that has led me someplace. I have two daughters, uh, one by birth, one by adoption. Right. You know, okay. And um, I, I share that story as well. Okay. And and now they're teenagers, 19 and 14, and they're trying to find their way in life. And we're right. having difficulties because I want to pour my wisdom on them. They're like, you can keep all of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And, and so now I realize the same thing I said to my wife. I don't know how to love you in order for us to for our relationship to improve. Right. I am, I am coming to the place where I think I want to have that conversation with my daughters and say, mm -hmm. I'm, daddy wants to tell you something. I don't know how to love you. I'm trying to love you the way that I think you need to be loved yes. as, as my daughter. 
That's my daughters. I'm trying to guide you and I'm trying to show you the way. And it's like, you know, I think maybe the the honesty of that conversation, like I have with my wife, it's a total, it's a total different type of thing. You know, we husband and wife has air, we have arrows. If we're gonna get into all them kind of love titles, Eros and Phileo and, and Agape, yes. but you know, I have yes. an Agape, um, and I think Philadelphia love, I guess that's the yeah. motherly family love, whatever. But um, I think it's time for me to have that conversation with my daughters and let them know, you know, I'm struggling with knowing how to love you so right. that you feel nurtured, yes. empowered, and yes. able, able to take hold of dominion in your life, that you yeah. God given dominion and have authority. How can I do that? And I think I want to open that conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm toying with that. I think that's my next move because, you know, the other way is not working. They kind of avoid yeah. me, you know, and they will roll around the house like ninjas. You, know? <laughs> you should. You should. It's not. My easy. girls are not at that age yet. They're yeah. 12 and eight. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I can see my 12 year old. I can see me having to do that. Telling mm-hmm. that, telling her that we like telling her I don't know how to love her because she's gonna be. Sky is a very uh, visual she's and a sweet, free spirit. Yeah, free me. spirit, and, she, and I can see that she's gonna give like, you know, she still comes up to me, gives me a hug, tries to jump in me every time I come in the house. But I know at some point she's gonna change, and then I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna be struggling. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna be calling you up and asking for some pointers because she's gonna yeah, be. I get, I get heads up, man. <laughs> you have no pointers. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, not yet. You know what I'm saying? My my What's dog is the only one that my little dog is uh Prince. He's the only one that gets excited when I come home, you know what I'm saying? Oh Lord. Oh man, but yeah, so, but I, I when you talked about it, I said, man, that yeah, because like now she thinks we hate her. Mm-hmm. I know she thinks she, that we hate her. I She's twelve. So. I don't think so. She does, but she think I don't. Not in a bad way. I just think she she thinks that we're always on her. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. Because we're trying we're trying to show her love, but she's not understanding that. Yeah, she's not understanding. Because, that. But right now, she want to do her own thing. Right, because she's at that point in her age you know? where she she thinks she's grown and you know mm-hmm. I'm she's grown very and, mature for her age. You know, honestly. I'm I'm going through my women's stuff, and you know I'm I'm grown, so therefore you can't tell me nothing. You know, well, friends like, friends know way better than parents, right? Yeah. Oh, by, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's and then podcast. that's a whole that's a whole other podcast, right? Yeah, there. Bring me back for that. One. We'll we'll chop it up on that. One oh for yeah. Sure. We, oh yeah. yeah. We're gonna have to have you back yeah. on again. Yeah, man. <laughs> because. Yeah, cause oh my, yeah, that's a whole. We could do a series with you, cause it's, <laughs> it's so many different things to chop up in just that statement alone. You know, yeah. there's some discoveries for sure. I mean, just as we're discovering as we're discovering in marriage, you know, it's it, you know the guy that uh, the com- the comedian that passed recently, David Arnold. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. David Arnold. You know, he he uh, he his comedy was about marriage and, and yeah. family. He said, yeah. marriage is not for the weak." No, it's uh, not. Not for the faint. He said, "Parent parenting is not for the weak. It's not for the faint." You yeah. know, when my when my fourteen year old uh, disrespected her teacher last Monday, mm-hmm. skipped class on Tuesday, three periods, and we and and now with all the technology, you getting you know we getting. I'm looking for the light switch. I was gonna turn on some lights. I don't sit, but um, oh, okay. y'all can still see. We, we can still see, yeah. Okay, you know when when you know she skipped class for three periods, and when she got when we, when we went to school to pick her up. Because you know, with technology, they call us right in the morning. It's just an absence. In the evening, if it's tardies, around four o'clock, I get a call saying yeah. your child has missed one or was tardy from one or more classes. Yeah, and and so you know, it's like when that when that when that when when the 
absence the next day happened. I'm driving to the school. My wife is driving the opposite direction to meet me at the school. Right. And, and we're pulling up and I'm like say, telling my wife on the phone, like, yo, I'm about to pack her bags <laughs> and send her to New York <laughs> so she can get a real experience. And, you know, and she and tell her, you got a choice. You can stay here and follow the rules. And, and that's how I felt. But right. the spirit, the spirit was heavy on me saying, nah, I mean, like, what were you doing at 14? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I was just doing it. I was getting shipped and blue. Remember Blue Mountain? Blue Mountain. You did Blue Mountain? Were you there with my cousin Wendell? No, I didn't go. No, no, no. I didn't go to Blue Mountain. I went to prison. I never went there. No, 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 no. I thought you did like the Adventist Boarding Academy tour. You know what I'm saying? No, I did. I did the Northeast and the Greater New York. Yeah, I just I didn't go to no. My brother and sister went to Pine Forge, but I didn't go to. I never had the opportunity. What was I doing at 14, man? Stupidity. My son talking about he in love. You know, saying and I'm having a hard time. You know, I'm having a hard time. You know, he having for dinner tomorrow. When he talking about he in love, that's a reason. He came to me was like, I was like, son, like, cause he we told him, look, you can't, you're not dating till you're 19. Eighteen. Well, eighteen. Yeah, that's the rule, right? And he was like, why? I was like, because you you immature right now. You know what I'm saying? You ain't ready. And even and even later, you won't be ready. But we giving you a chance to, you know. You know, sow your little oaks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I did tell him, but you don't be sleeping. No, oats. no I'm talking, talking about I did tell him. So his oats uh, like, like, get to know different. Nah, there's no sowing no. the oats to get to know no, nobody. No. Get to know somebody. I no, said, ain't I'm, no sowing nowhere. I'm Girl, meant, you said the wrong no. word. <laughs> I meant in the way of dating different girls, seeing what you like. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Don't. He already talked to him about. I already talked to my son about not sleeping around and waiting till he get married. I didn't talk to him about pornography and all of mm. that stuff because he was like, "Mama, so I shouldn't watch pornography." I was like, "No, you shouldn't watch pornography. You can get a whole nother podcast right there." Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm talking to him about all of this stuff, masturbation, yeah. everything, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, I can't do that." No, you can't do that. Like masturbation will lead to mental uh, difficulty. I don't want to say yeah. mental illness because we use that so much. Yeah, but I think you know mental conundrums. Uh, you know, it, it can lead to that. You know, that's a whole yeah. other. That's a whole other podcast by itself there. Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. Yeah. Some, yeah. some folks right off the bat be like, okay, we're going to cancel him because we don't want to hear that. But I just want to talk to my son about that. It just warps your mind into a way that that is not good. That's what I was telling yeah, my yeah. son. I was having that conversation with him. And he sits mm-hmm. and he seemed like he's listening to me mm-hmm. and, and everything. I just told him, that's a hold off on this girl that you're talking to right now. Mm-hmm. I know she, she seemed like to me, she's pressuring him to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I told him right now, I don't want you to be. Focus on your work. Focus on your relationship with God. And then the girl will come. I say, you don't want to be having early love and you think you want to sleep with her and babies to come. And you know, how can you take care of her? How can you take care of a wife when you're not educated? How can you do anything if you're not ready? You're putting yourself out there too fast. So I'm trying to slow him down. But he's ready to go full force. How old is he? He's 14. 14, my Lord. My Lord. My Lord. <laughs> Maybe, maybe we can get a arranged marriage going here. Maybe we, you know, we you keep raising Look. him upright. I'll keep raising her upright, and we go ahead yeah. and you know. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, 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 let's do it. Let's wait, do wait. It. I need to see a picture first. Yeah, yeah. I just, 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 I just,
I said, I can't make a guarantee she's gonna she gonna do the right thing coming up though. I'm still yeah. praying on that. Jesus Lord. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> I, 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 I must say I didn't tell my son this. I don't think he because he thought I had a problem that the girl was white or whatever. Mm-hmm. And no, she's white, so that's she's you white. know. At first, I had a little, I had a little issue with it because I was like, "No, I want you to kind of stay." Mm-hmm. But then he was, I don't want to feel like I'm running his life because at yeah. the end of the day, he's gonna make his choice. Uh, and we are yeah. running his life. I'm sorry till he gets from underneath this roof. We run uh, his life. You know, there's a book that we grew up with. I, I only read one of them, but it's a series of books by a woman by the name of Nancy Van Pelt, The Complete right. Sports Yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I, know, I know the author, yeah. Yeah, the one thing I remember from that book that I try to get across to my, my daughters and I try to get across to young people when I speak to them right. is she said date dating at that at, at a young age is, is dangerous, of course, because we get into this serial monogamy kind of mindset. Right. But she also said her recommendation was date in groups. Because right. in a group, you're not committed to one individual, you're not booed up with one. She didn't say booed up, Nancy Van Pelt. But, yeah, you she gotta, you gotta but no, that doesn't make sense. So, like, yeah, if you're going to go out, go out as a group. Go out as a group, go skating, bowling, whatever. And yeah. and and so that you can see, you, you're able to observe the character of yeah. different right. individuals. And you that's can right. start saying, I like that. Right. I'm comfortable with that. I don't like that. But you have not committed yourself to someone. And I think even as adults, that might even work for adults. Because yeah, we all this online dating stuff. And I, I done dealt with a lot of people that have done the online thing and they came back and was like, Dre, <laughs> it's for the birds. It's for the birds. <laughs> you, get in, you get into that serial monogamy and, and all you're really doing is piling up all those hurts. And then we come into the into our into marriage hurt. If, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we need healing just from like like Pedro said, I, you know, Pedro said, I, I was broken when I got in this thing. Right, I was broken right. when I when I got married, you know. Right, right. And and so, you know, th- there's definitely I, I love your podcast. I love the name and ma- you. you know, marriage when done the way that it was intended can heal. I believe yes. that. Yeah, oh, my I do too. And that's why we changed it to that because we really do believe this. I um, love that. We do believe that when marriage is done right, when both people put in the work. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Both people got to want it. You know, it can't be one sided. Yeah. And when I was sitting on the couch um, and I, I called Peter and I was looking at another marriage podcast and I was like, God, just like, I just felt him saying Tyra changed name. So mm-hmm. I had called Peter and said, Peter, we changed the name. <laughs> and I feel really good about the new beginning that we're doing with this. And I really pray that God bring the right people here to listen and to get something from it. Because, you know, I'm, I'm learning stuff even now from you. You know, just mm-hmm. doing this podcast, and we definitely got to have you back on. Oh, we definitely gonna have you back on. Again. I'm looking forward to. It. I'm looking forward to. It. I, I'm sorry it took so long. You know, we said, how many weeks out are we? Like three, four nah, weeks. But that's, but that's okay. She you, was know sick, you came. You, were, you came at you know, the right time. Uh, you came at the right time. Like I told you, everything mm-hmm. happens for everything happens for a reason. It all comes that's together true. when yeah. it's supposed to. When it's supposed to happen, I really do truly believe that. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. I know people don't like to hear that, but I really, I really do believe mm-hmm. that because I've been through so much in my life that I just know that. That is a true statement. Yeah. You know, God yeah. makes it happen right. when he wants it to happen, not when we want it. Right. So. And, and one thing I will say, I know we're about to end this, though. But one thing I, I, I always, I was telling you, Pedro, last night, I said, I think because of my relationship with God and, mm-hmm. and because my parents had introduced me to him and I always wanted to, to do what's right. 
kept me strong in our marriage, kept my, you know, I was like, I'm not going to, you know, leave because things get hard. I'm not going to, you know, I had plenty of nights that I cried. I had plenty of nights where I just like, Pedro, oh, you know, how are we going to get through this? How our marriage is going to survive? And God kept saying to me, it's hard to stick it out. Just hold on. It's going to work out. You can do this. And I'm not putting it all on him. I had my points too. But I was just more saying, you know, I just didn't want us to break. Yeah. We can bend, but I didn't want us mm-hmm. to bend, but not break. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 I'm glad she's <laughs> flexible. <laughs> you funny. <laughs> married. <laughs> <You're> married, okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't believe he just said that. Hey, hey. You said you keep it real out here, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I told you, I told you before I said that's how we do it, man. We, we we're not gonna hold, we're gonna say sometimes I have to watch what I say because some things pop into my head and I have to think before mm-hmm. I say it. I, I know the feeling because we earlier y'all was trying to get me canceled, man. I ain't gonna let that happen. <laughs> I, was, no, I, was, I was, was trying hard too. I was, I was pushing you, man. I was like, come on, say it already. Yeah. She saved me because she she changed the topic. I was like, hallelujah. I was, yeah. about to go with it. I was like, mm-hmm. See, why mm-hmm. you change the subject then? See, look at you. Oh, well, she did the right thing. Well, next time we're gonna have to get you to probably say it next time. Mm-hmm. But before we leave, what would you give the people um before we leave? You know, I I would really, you know, say that, you know, relationships are best when they are when when they are established on a covenant that says, again, you know, uh, even when one part one party is not keeping their end of the bargain or the deal as we see it. Right. um, That we have the strength and the fortitude like God. And someone, someone's going to say, they're going to kick back and say, well, I'm not God. But yeah. you know, if we want godly things, yeah, if we want the God effect, yeah. then we have to trust, trust and do it God's way. And yes. so I, you know, I think that, um, you know, it's right there on the internet, you know, what a covenant is and a contract is. Yeah. And I think if, if, if somebody's serious, you're struggling right now, you're going through some things in your marriage, Go take a look and you'll quickly realize that you're probably operating as if if you love that person and you know that at, at some point they loved you and they were acting, you know, in, in, in some in some way regarding that, you know, right. we re- we will you'll quickly see that a contract is not where it's where it where it's at. Right. That a cov- that that the path of a covenant is what is going to sustain a relationship. And I'm I'm a living testimony that. You know, we can change. We can't change each other. The dominion that God gave us was not over each other. Right. It was over ourselves. And a lot of times, you know, and I teach this, a lot of times we have we've been taught domination, not yes. dominion. Yeah. And domination is an activity of controlling others mm. and demanding from others what it is that we want. Right. But dominion is 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 a, is a God-given attribute where where a person recognizes that I can self-manage, mm-hmm. I can think for myself, and I have the authority and capacity to to grow and not be who I was yesterday. Right. And I think when we realize that, then a lot of things will change in our relationships and our professional situations and in, in life. And so I just want to encourage people. You know, let's get into covenant with with God. Yes. Let's get into covenant in our marriages. Yes. And let's get into covenant in all of our relationships should have some level of covenant with our children. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, so that so that they know, you know, the day that I knew my father loved me unconditionally, you know, even though we've had our differences, the day I knew that he loved me unconditionally is when I got expelled from high school. Really? And I was laid up in the Bahamas. I got on a plane right away. Somebody drove me to the airport from Pine Forge. Mm. You know, my boarding high school, the boarding high school, for those that don't know Pine Forge. Right. And um, I got on a plane and went to my grandmother's house in the Bahamas. I was laid up, you know, eating some Christmas food, you know what I'm saying? Having a good time. <laughs> and he called me and he said, son, don't lie to me. Mm. If you lie to me, I can't, I, I can't stand with you. He said, but if, if you tell me the truth, I'll stand with you, though the heavens will fall. And mm. that's to me, even though I didn't know it, use that term back then, my father right. let me know, son, I love you unconditionally. You jacked up. But I love you unconditionally. And, and right. this is a covenant relationship that we're in. I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And you know, yes. I know our time is gone, but you know why they why, why they say throw the baby, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater? Because up in up in Appalachia, you know, in, in up in the rural parts. Right. They used to have this big tub that people would bathe in. Maybe in the olden days too, you know, in the oh, country. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, they get the hot water, get the hot water. Everybody lived, grandma, grandpa, the, the parents and the children, everybody, aunt, uncle, everything. And everybody would bathe. All the older folk would bathe first because they, they can't, they need that heat, right? <laughs> and then the baby would get bathed last and that water wasn't too clean by the time the baby. So the joke was, don't throw the baby out with the bath water. Yeah. And I think there's some dirty bath water in our lives, in our yeah. relationship, because yes. we've been in contract with each other. Yeah. And we've been willing to break that contract. We've threatened to break that contract. I've given my wife, I didn't say it when y'all said it earlier because I didn't want to steal your thunder, but I gave my, how many ultimatums I gave my wife? And God slapped me down every time. It was him who, he slapped me down. But <laughs> I've learned, let's not throw the baby out with the bath water because, you know, that's what's important is, is to recognize that, the, you know, there's still, there's a human being on the other side of that relationship. Definitely. So I just want to encourage people, you know, don't give up and uh, be blessed. Be blessed. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank, you, thank, thank you, you. As the sun goes down on, on me right here. Like <laughs> <laughs> is that as, as literally the sun is going down? Is, is literally the sun is setting. Right? Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. That's why. Okay. Yeah. I really appreciate you spending this time with us. And we're and definitely going to have you back on because there's so much more that we can chop up and talk about yeah. in different sections and stuff and for, for sure yeah. definitely yeah definitely but um just hang on for a minute mm-hmm. and we'll be right back yeah we just want to thank everybody for joining us today thank you so much on guys. marriage can heal podcast that's right i hope oh. you guys can receive something from this this podcast today i know i have how about you peter i definitely have yeah. I've definitely learned some new things that I can I can use on you and on the kids. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to be um implementing and, and using that as time goes on. Right. Right. So, so like Pat said, don't give up. It's always room to grow, it's always room to heal, it's mm-hmm. always more room to improve in your marriage. And just let God lead you. Let God lead your husband or your wife mm-hmm. or whatever you may be going through. It's not the end. And I just want to say before we go too. So last week we had this one picture. Right. And <laughs> the entire but I didn't realize that my daughter had painted all these different pictures. Yeah. So all of this is art that has been done by our daughter Sky. Yeah. She's been so like I said before in the last podcast. This is her way of, of right. releasing her attention her, her and attention, stuff like that. Right. So she paints. So she's been painting since seven and she right. she had really grown and and I love to see where she put all her expressions in her paint. Yeah. And she sit there and she just meditate and she listen to her music mm-hmm. and she paints. 
I wish you listen to some gospel music sometimes. Yeah. I think she do, but you know, not, not not as much as we I got like baby to. steps. Yeah, but yeah. So, we, <laughs> <laughs> but we just like I said, we want to thank you again for joining us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really real. It's been raw, and it's been fun. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel, guys, mm-hmm. and like and share this with someone else that may be going through marriage, you know, marriage situations or getting married or whatever they may be going through or divorce. Yep. Share it with someone because we, we all need encouragement. We all need to know. We that, all need healing. Yes, we all need healing. We all do. Yes. All right. So make sure you subscribe and like. And you can always um, email us if you want to come in on our podcast. So if you just have a question to ask, you can just send us an email at marriagecanhealpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Thank you so much again. And in the links is all the different cash apps and PayPal. If you would like to donate to our ministry, mm-hmm. um, we will appreciate it. We would thank you ahead of time in advance. That's right. And um, pretty much my name is Pedro. My name is Tara. And this is the Marriage Can Heal podcast. Podcast. See you later, guys. See you guys later. Peace. Drop the beat now. Drop the beat now.